Shalom, and welcome to Via Hafta Yisrael, a Hebrew phrase which means you shall love Israel. We hope you'll stay with us for the next 30 minutes as our teacher, Dr. Baruch, shares his expository teaching from the Bible. Dr. Baruch is the senior lecturer at the Zera Avraham Institute based in Israel. Although all courses are taught in Hebrew at the Institute, Dr. Baruch is pleased to share this weekly address in English. To find out more about our work in Israel, please visit us on the web at loveisrael.org. That's one word, loveisrael.org. Now, here's Baruch with today's lesson. We are in the midst of a study of the book of Leviticus. We are now ready for chapter 18 and the second half. We saw last week that God gave us instruction on what was appropriate in regard to having relationships with others. Now, we know something. When we talk about that special type of relations with a man and a woman, it must be done only within a covenantal relationship. Let me say that differently. Within a marriage. A marriage between one man and one woman. And we need to see that that area of our life, these sexual relations are very important to God. And when we are not faithful to His created purpose for that that behavior, He calls it an abomination. He calls it, as we'll see tonight, a perversion. And the consequences bring defilement and judgment. So these things are most serious. And these things need to be understood because as we live currently in this time, we see that things are being challenged. And that which God says ought not be done is being encouraged to be done. And we're seeing things presented in society that are indeed an abomination and affront to the holiness that God requires from all humanity. So this 18th chapter has some very important truth to it. And let me say that there will be a few verses that we would say, well, these things are so, so remote, so perverted, so detestable. It would never be embraced by society. But understand what's going on. Our society, and when I say our society, I mean throughout the world. We're seeing that changes that happen in one country are also the same changes are happening in other countries, countries that are very diverse. You may be familiar with the book of Esther and that first verse where it mentions the 127 providences of of the empire and it mentions hodu lekush meaning from india to ethiopia now this speaks of two very different people that have a very different culture but yet what we see in these different places is that the same perversion the same distortion the same thing that god has forbidden for all humanity it is being challenged and it is being being embraced this perversion by many different countries of different cultures of different languages of of different backgrounds 
what's happening? What's happening is that Antichrist spirit is bringing a unity of evil into society. And we need to be able to discern what is evil in order that we might testify against it. That's what Messiah did. That's why he was hated. That's why he was ultimately crucified from the position of society because he testified against the world that its works were evil and they didn't want to hear it. Well, let's begin where we left off last week. Now, remember, there was that phrase, uncovering or revealing the nakedness. And we talked about how that was an idiom for sexual relationships and let's begin we left off we concluded with verse 17 last week let's begin in verse 18 this week where it speaks about a woman and it says a woman to her sister you should not take meaning this if there's a woman and the implication is that you are married to her do not take as well her sister and then we have a word very important let's war let's war well it's related to the term tsorer hamashiach which is the antichrist and it's something that is against and what it's talking about is simply putting one woman against another woman I believe some bibles will translate it making a woman a rival And this is simply placing them in a situation where they are to compete for the attention, the love of a man. And it says here very clearly, do not take a woman's sister for this purpose. In order that she becomes a rival in competition, and what do you do? That you uncover her nakedness. And it says here, once again, that that's using that that intimacy that is very private and only within a covenantal marriage it is being distorted here and it says do not do that concerning her when she is alive now what this allows for is that after she's dead that a and it says sister there's a debate whether we're talking about a sister as in a biological relative of her or simply a friend a sister we use the term ach in hebrew brother in regard to friends associates and such so you can take it literally her biological sister or simply a close friend or associate of her look now to the next verse verse 19 where it says and to a woman that is in her impurity that makes her unclean now this word unclean that which is unclean becomes forbidden so because she is in that customary time of monthly impurity we find that she's unclean and therefore should not be touched there should not be any relationships during that time and that's what the scripture says a woman who is in her impurity in her uncleansiness you shall not come near to for the purpose 
of revealing her nakedness meaning having relationships with her verse 20. now in verse 20 we have a word that simply speaks of a colleague an associate i believe many english translators translate it as a neighbor and it has to do with someone that you have a a friendship with or some type of relationship with maybe a business relationship but you know that other individual and what the scripture says look if you would to verse 20 where it says and to the wife of your neighbor or associate do not uh uh you are not allowed now it's a word to give don't give yourself don't uh uh, do something it is not allowed to lie for you to lie and the implication is to lie with her and then we have a term lay zara now zara is a word for zara is seed this would be sowing seed so we're talking about again intimate relationships but here most scholars would say you are lying with her for the purpose of having children perhaps your wife is not fertile she's barren and therefore it tells us that even in this situation you cannot lie with the woman for that purpose why for it it makes unclean her so what we find is this also is forbidden to do that now this tells us perhaps that a surrogate is not uh, within the parameters of of what god would have others would argue that because a surrogate is simply using the womb there's no line with her that that would be okay so we have different halakha different uh, views based upon the fact that it says in this passage do not lie with her where well a surrogate oftentimes in fact always there's no uh, actual relationships it's done uh, scientifically medically that she is impregnated but nevertheless we see this first let me read it again verse 20 and to the wife of your neighbor your associate you are not allowed to lie with her for we could say producing offspring it makes her unclean verse 21. now verse 21 is an odd verse we're talking about inappropriate sexual relations and in verse 21 we have something very different we have something that relates to idolatry now what's a relationship god's teaching us something here and that is this when we are are unrighteous in that area of our life it is going to lead to idolatry and some very gross expressions of idolatry very serious ones very offensive uh, acts of idolatry look at verse 21 what it says and from your seed meaning from your offspring from your children in other words do not and basically means you are forbidden do not uh, uh, pass them to Moloch. Now, what this means, and there's numerous other scriptures that supports this, to pass 
your offspring to Molech, meaning to pass them into fire. It relates to child sacrifice. And today, this world is full of child sacrifice. We call that abortion. What happens? Well, people have frequently relationships outside God's design, outside His will, outside His commands. And they find pregnancy happens. They don't want pregnancy. And therefore, they kill the child. And this verse, I believe, is very informative because it tells us inappropriate sexual relations still can produce an offspring, a child, and an unwanted child. That's sad in and of itself. And that child is sacrificed. That child is killed. That's what it says in this verse. And what's the outcome of that? Let's read all of the verse. Your offspring you do not pass to Moloch that you do not don't do that so that you do not profane the name of your God and then it says I am the Lord so God in his very identity is commanding us not to do such a thing not to kill children for the sake of one's desires one's life what one wants oftentimes we talk about and it's a horrible term an unwanted pregnancy i mean it's not convenient and people are so selfish and that's what idolatry is about and that's what inappropriate sexual relationships are about people are selfish they want what they want they don't think about what's right or wrong they are are governed by their desires and it leads to greater sin let's move on to verse 2022 it says and this deals with another thing that is plaguing society and uh, mark my words you're going to see that very soon those who speak as i speak and it's not me it's simply reading the word of god if we uphold god's truth in regard to this next issue you're going to find that that is going to be grounds for removal from the internet from platforms from television broadcasts from radio broadcasts this is where the world's coming i'm not a prophet but we can see in fact it's already the foundation is already being laid where now we have terms of agreement for various media platforms that say that you cannot say anything that's hate speech. Well, let's get something clear. A person can say, I'm against this behavior. But just because I believe this behavior is wrong and harmful, harmful to the individual and harmful to society, just because I can stand against that behavior does not mean that I hate the people who do that many times people do things that are are dangerous harmful improper and their family their friends still love them they want the best for them they can say you know uh you are abusing drugs you are taking prescription drugs that you don't need and i'm against it that's harmful for you and the reason why that person says that 
is in order to help them because they care, they love, they're concerned for that person's well-being. So it's not hate speech, but you will find that that very soon, if you say anything against, for example, homosexuality, it's going to be labeled hate speech. You can hate homosexuality, but not hate one who practices it. You can love that person and care for that person. Look, if you would, to our verse, verse 22 what it says a male you shall not lie as you lie with a woman and then the scripture says to eva he meaning it is an abomination let's get something very straight these individuals that are trying to say that the bible does not speak against homosexuality they are either mistaken or blatantly lying to to others the word of god is very clear both in the old covenant and in the new covenant that homosexuality is wrong it is the word of god says an abomination that word to eva so look again where it says verse 22 a male you shall not lie as one lies or as they lie with a woman now it's in the plural because this is what's done men lie with women within the confines of a marriage when it's not practiced this way and when a male god forbid lies with a male god says it is an abomination not hard to understand not hard to interpret the word of god is very clear now verse 23 we're going into another perversion verse 23 and with every animal you shall not a lie why it brings defilement upon that that animal so very clearly here it says look at verse 23 is animal it's a feminine word you shall not lie you shall not lie this has to do with a a man and then it says it brings uncleansiness it brings defilement to that animal and then it says now we switch and we have the word isha woman a woman should not stand before an animal for the purpose of mating mating that animal and then it says it uses a different word not the word to'eva but the word tevil and tevil probably the best way to translate that is perversion and let me just say more and more in our society perversion sexual perversion is being put forth and more and more is being tolerated and uh, uh, allowed and even recommended to our children i mentioned that last week let's move on verse 24 do not make yourselves unclean in all of these meaning don't make yourself defiled and remember defiled god won't bless and god will judge so he's telling us very clearly do not defile yourself with all of these things for with all of these the nations 
they defiled themselves which i sent out from before you so we see something when we look at for example the land of canaan canaan it was a sexually immoral place and it was because of god because of that god sent them out he gave the land to israel in order that they could inherit that land settle in that land and demonstrate what is right and stay away from that which is wrong and god's warning his people don't be like them what do we call that that is the hebrew word hitbolelut which is assimilation we need to be like god not like the nations the nations suffer loss they embrace things that are outside the will and the purposes of god so he says here do not defile yourselves in all of these things for in all of these the nations defiled themselves which i am sending out from before you verse 25. now what happens when these things are done we we are told the earth is defiled the earth is made unclean and god will not bless now let me share with you what what is being reported we are in when this is being recorded we are in the the thick of summer and it's hot now most of the time in the summer it's hot people will say well this summer is hotter and the heat is lasting longer and all of this is climate change and this is the problem we're abusing our 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 earth and the atmosphere around it well let me suggest to you another possible reason it has nothing to do with climate change because of of our our footprint and all these things carbon that's being put into the air and such maybe we see that because the earth is defiled because of this perversion that's being embraced and even sanctioned by governments and encouraged by educators to small children maybe because of that god is judging so don't think climate change maybe we should think god is angry with society and he is going to punish it that's what i would draw as a conclusion so verse 25 the earth has become defiled and therefore god is speaking and i will visit and this means for the purpose of punishing i will punish her iniquity her meaning earth the land i will punish her iniquity upon her and what will she do and the earth will vomit out its or her inhabitants so what we find here is god makes it very clear when the earth becomes defiled and let me share with you the earth is defiled we see so much perversion so much abomination especially in regard to this issue of sexual relations we see that that sex outside of marriage is embraced i i live in israel 
And I'm amazed of the young uh, believers here in Israel that go on vacations together and they think nothing. They're not ashamed to say, yes, my girlfriend and I, we went to to, uh, Europe together. We went to Greece together. We went to wherever together. And they don't have any sense this is wrong. Why? Well, perhaps because all too often in the believing community here in Israel, the Torah is set aside. It ought not be. We need to study and know what the Word of God says. And he says here, look again. He says, the earth is defiled and I will punish her iniquity upon her and the earth will vomit out its inhabitants verse 26. now the next word i would suggest to you is better translated but god is saying this is how many people behave but you so now he's speaking to his covenant people and he says look at verse 26 but you keep my statutes and my judgments and you are not to do any of these abominations and this is true for the ezrach that is the citizen this is the jewish individual but also hager hagar betochem also the sojourner who dwells in your midst so this is an important thing we've seen this throughout the torah where it also includes the one who dwells there and what's the the takeaway for us the takeaway is very simple the land has rules and those rules are for all people i was talking to someone last night and they said you know god gave the torah only to israel well that's not entirely true yes he gave the torah to israel but the implication was that israel would share that with all the nations and we see that today there's a strong and this is true within israel and i believe it's true within the church in general there's a strong hesitancy to 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 embrace what the torah teaches we need to see that the torah is not an instrument of salvation but the torah reveals defines for us what is righteous and what is unrighteous so verse 6 verse 26 and you shall keep my statutes and my judgments and you shall not do any of these abominations the citizen and also the sojourner that dwells in your midst verse 27 for all these abominations the the people of the earth have done which is before you now perhaps that word earth would be better translated the land speaking once again of the land of canaan so look again at verse 27 for all of these abominations the people of the land the land of canaan they did which is before you and it says and the land was perverted or made unclean defiled verse 28 now if we don't behave in that way if we don't assimilate to be like the world but we embrace the revelation of god's word his commandments his law then he says there's going to be a difference 
he makes a promise and the earth will not vomit you out this could be translated then the land will not vomit you out uh in her uncleansiness meaning there won't be any uncleansiness to cause this just as she vomited vomit vomit vomited the the goy this is the one who has no covenantal relationship with god which is before you so the earth spit out we could say vomited out the one who has no covenantal relationship and the evidence that they do not have a covenantal relationship is their perversion and their abominations which they practice verse 29 for all who will do any of these abominations these ones and its word nefeshot the soul and soul can mean the life the very essence the being that person that person he says will be cut off the one who does these things in the midst of of their people so makes it very clear that that embracing this brings about a cutting off that god is not going to acknowledge such an individual a very important truth now realize this is speaking about an old covenant people not a new covenant people verse 30 our last verse once again this is not what we are called to experience we should live and behave differently we are called to embrace these things and to share these things with others and be an influence in society against where this antichrist spirit is taking the world he says but you keep my charge now the word charge is simply the same word where it says you keep keep the things that i tell you to keep is another way to understand it but we would probably translate it you shall keep my charge my instructions my commands and and do not do the abominable statutes which are done before you now what he's saying is he's speaking to the children of israel they are going to inhabit and take possession of the land of canaan and we see the land of canaan full of abomination full of perversion full of these things and what god is saying is this is not for you you cannot be part of it and it pains me but what i see over and over is a growing number of congregations who are compromising and embracing the things of the world in other words satanic propaganda for example I know of a congregation and uh, probably five six years ago the leader spoke a very good and strong message against homosexuality simply saying it is not acceptable for the people of the faith and that we need to speak against it i applaud him he's right but what's the problem that video has been removed from that congregation's website and we simply see it's another example of the church the believing community those of the redemption of the lord 
are not standing up for god's truth god's ways but they are being influenced by evil in israel israel's going through some political instability you know it's simply a difference of opinion and what we need to realize is this that those of faith we need to have discernment what are we seeing today we're seeing that many so-called believers are are agreeing with a perspective they're being deceived and supporting an institution that is is bringing into our society here in israel perversion and abomination this this supreme court in israel is is very similar to the mindset of the european liberalness and the liberalness that embraces abominations and perversions so we see that believers are agreeing with them and wanting them to have greater influence in society this is not good and it's just another example of how compromise is taking place let's wrap up he says you shall keep my charge and do not do any of these abominable statutes which are being done before you he says do not be be rendered unclean or defiled with them with these abominations don't be defiled by them and why not he says i am the lord your god remember what we talked about last week lord in this case that you'd have the god which is without limitation the god who trans trans transcends all things and then the term god your god he's your judge he's all powerful he's all knowing he's without limitations in any way he only does the right thing and he's judge your judge what are you going to do as we see today and i don't think that this is debatable i don't think that anyone can disagree with this the world is moving rapidly in a direction a direction that is against the things of god embracing abomination perversion those things that god says do not be defiled by them and all of this is for a purpose god is seeing who is going to stand for him those who have been born again they will stand they will speak and they will agree with god those who have not been born again you will see no matter what they have professed there has not been a true change they do not have the holy spirit they have not been regenerated and therefore they will not have the mind of christ and they will slowly but surely embrace more and more and more the things of this world and they'll try to rationalize that as well we don't want to fight these small battles because we have a greater purpose let me tell you it's the little foxes that ruin the vine that's what the word of god says and therefore it's these little so-called battles that are so important why well i'll close with this if you're not faithful in the little things you're not going to be faithful in the primary things so let's not be deceived these things are vital if we're going to demonstrate our faith 
our our fact the fact that we have been declared righteous and that we stand for righteousness in this world that's what we're called to do well i'll close with that until next week shalom from israel well we hope you will benefit from today's message and share it with others please plan to join us each week at this time and on this channel for our broadcast of loveisrael.org again to find out more about us please visit our website loveisrael.org there you will find articles and numerous other lectures by Baruch. These teachings are in video form. You may download them or watch them in streaming video. Until next week, may the Lord bless you in our Messiah Yeshua, that is, Jesus, as you walk with Him. Shalom from Israel. Shalom from Israel.